Whether it's... Don't you know who I am? Pet the damn kitty. Yes, 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 no. Or Simpsons did it. There's a sub for that. What's up, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your very distant host, Willie. And I am still your local host, Scott. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all of the ups and down votes in about 30 minutes. If you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Or in that sleep-deprived haze that is jet lag. Scott, I'm coming at you from one of the coasts. And it's not the middle, not the middle coast. The mid, the Midwest coast, which is we the We have most. lots of coasts. We do. It's true. It's true. Uh, so this will be a fun episode. So if you're listening to the show only, know that my audio is not going to sound like Scott's fancy microphone because ah. I, I didn't bring it. Oh. <laughs> Willie is on assignment from a secret location that uh, we can't reveal due to uh, NDAs. I'm not on an NDA. I just don't want to tell you. Well, well fine. Uh, fine. See, well, fine. See if I care. Be like that. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he's really uh he's he, <laughs> he had to he had to run away to a secret location because of all the uh comments we got from last week's raid. <laughs> I think we sh- uh, we should acknowledge that though. Yeah, um, seriously. I- Nick, thank you. Thank you very much. That was that was really nice of you to do to send everybody over and uh give them a Give us a chance to show them what we're all about and give them a chance to check us out. So I really do appreciate that. Um, We, we. uh, And Willie does too. I don't want to speak for him. So we appreciate that. And uh, to everybody who's new to the show, welcome. Uh, Obviously, by now, you've listened to one episode and maybe you've made up your mind and maybe you're uh, just hanging out. But uh, we are... Obviously, not a law-based show. We we talk about Reddit and things on Reddit and things like that. So, uh, we hope you enjoy it, and we hope you stick around for a little while and tell your friends, leave a review. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. And for those the, who the uh, thing- have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> Willie, do you want to tell what happened? Yeah, we recorded our 100th episode, and Scott has a really close friend from growing up who randomly on one of their live streams said you guys need to go to my friend's podcast and pump them up don't say that i sent you which many of you failed that task yeah you all did and it. you spoiled it <laughs> so they sent everybody over to our youtube so if, if you want to watch us instead of listening to us hop over to the youtube it's always in the show notes i shaved today so you know, I'm looking good. You can't you can't see where he shaved, but he did. <laughs> Just rest assured, shaved. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> so we really do appreciate you all showing up, wanting to be a, a part of this community. We appreciate feedback, good or bad, letting us know what your thoughts are. We want to have an engaging community. Some of you, you didn't like our content, and that's totally understandable because I don't like your face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's get into it. Willie, what happened this week on Reddit? I'm going to come to this show 
with not a lot of negative stuff. Oh, man. I want to have did, some fun. I didn't know that's what turned you on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, something that you and I are incredibly well qualified to talk about. Uh, this week in Black People Twitter, it says, <laughs> this is so common in so many cultures. My little cousin asked a Jamaican-related question the other day, and the Jamaican adults were teasing her for not knowing. And I said, that's literally y'all's job to teach her and keep the culture alive. Her not knowing means you failed her. And it was Wyatt. Oh. Now, the deal is, is you and I, we don't really have a lot of culture outside of mayonnaise. Uh, uh, sh sure. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's that's an accurate statement. <laughs> but we, yes, we do. It's just it's not the same. It's definitely not Jamaican. <laughs> accurate. I read this post, and it it's yeah, it's a it's very poignant if you think about it. I mean, how are we supposed to just know things? We don't. <laughs> we're not in the Matrix, supposedly, and. Uh, I can't learn Kung Fu by plugging a USB into the back of my head. Or watching pandas. I've tried. <laughs> we are still very much tribal, as, as we're learning more and more every single day. And uh, tribal knowledge is passed along from the elders, is it not? Absolutely. And we live in a, a time of social media, so culture passes from one culture to another almost instantaneously now. I don't think we've ever seen something like that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, there, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have typical family structures too, where they're able to learn from two parents. Maybe they can only learn from one parent or maybe they don't learn from their parents at all because they're with their grandparents or an aunt or an uncle. Or So there's lots of different ways people learn. Like you said, people are learning a lot from social media for better or for worse do you do you remember like some of the things that your folks taught you like can you think of anything where it was like oh yeah i got all of my sports knowledge which you know granted isn't much <laughs> but uh from my mom and my dad taught me how to drink whiskey at age nine or something like that <laughs> yeah what are what are some things that i got my both of my parents collectively taught me how to drink heavily that feels good <laughs> My parents were both professional dancers, so they taught me how to be incredibly fearful of dance in general. <laughs> I know, I, I hey, I, I know that it's called a sauna and not a sauna. There you, you go. See? You uncultured gone, swine. Yeah, you could have gone your whole life just messing that up and had people just turn their noses up at you because you pronounced <laughs> it sauna instead of sauna. I guess... For me, what's interesting is somebody in the comments said, it's weird that they're gatekeeping their own culture. And I want to broaden that a little bit more and say, is it, do you think it's normal to gatekeep any culture? I think that's not new by any means. We've been doing that as humanity for, ugh, I don't know, since the medieval ages. You remember the... The printing press. The medieval ages. Yeah, I yeah. definitely remember that. You remember that. that. Yeah, of course. You were there. 
And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more we do this show, the more I realize, yes, I was a part of that time. We are we are time travelers, <laughs> usually just forward. <laughs> but they made the printing press and only taught certain people to read, you know, the one percenters uh, so <laughs> that they could have power. Like, because reading was knowledge and knowledge is power. The more you know, go read those books, get a free personal pizza, kids you, or adults probably are the only ones that know what I'm saying. We've had this history. <laughs> that is a good deep cut. <laughs> In a deep dish. And so <laughs> I think this has probably just been compounded by many different cultures where you don't want to teach somebody everything. Because think about think about sex for just one second or in your case stop thinking about sex for just one second sorry what what'd you say yeah and do we teach our children about the birds and the bees right away or do we wait until sixth grade teaches them (laughs) if tiktok has taught me anything it's that millennial men were not taught the birds and the bees ever I mean, probably not. They're probably learning it from TikTok. My my favorite self own of the last week on TikTok was of the guy that was like, has anybody ever noticed that after they uh, have sex with a girl, she's always super horny and he didn't get it. He didn't get that he's the problem. <laughs> well, uh, my hope is that phrase from the youth to the elder allowed them to see like, oh yeah, maybe I should be doing a little bit better and actually teaching out the ways rather than just thinking that they don't, number one, want to learn about anything or two, aren't deserving of learning about anything. One of the top comments said, they just assume that we'll absorb culture by osmosis. I can't tell you how many times I've been told or yelled at, you didn't know that? Like it's stuff that was ever explained or showed to me. And they act as if I should have known all along. It's the most annoying stuff. My parents immigrated to Canada when they were 12 and 18, and they spent most of their lives in Canada, then outside of Canada. So I was born and raised there. Most of our extended family lived abroad. We're not part of the local Haitian community. And most of my friends aren't Haitian. I have no idea how they expected me to have learned that stuff and wanted me to be able to just know it and regurgitate it to them. Parents just don't understand. And speaking of people that just don't understand things, this week in box office, Sony believed it was Morbin time with all of the Morbius memes online re-releasing the film in over a thousand theaters. But the studio has been trolled by fans as it grossed just $85,000 on Friday for a $73.4 million domestic total. It will not even reach $74 million. Say that number. How much did it make make last weekend? It made $85,000. So it started off the weekend. On its second release. (laughs) It It started off the weekend at... 73.4 73.4 million and it ended the weekend at 73.4 million. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is is whoever the executives are at Sony missed the mark so much. They must have thought to themselves, this is press. 
I'm any sure, press is yeah. good press. So we might no as well just thing. re-release it. No such thing as bad publicity. Scott, how much is a movie ticket? We're going to do a math problem here. Where are, where am I buying this movie ticket? Where? Uh, Midwest. $15? Is that right? I haven't been to a movie 85. in so long. Uh, and you said uh, the average price of a ticket is how much? 15 to 20 bucks. $15? So let's just say, okay. Uh, so every theater averaged about $120. Out of those 1,000 plus theaters. That's brutal. That's brutal. Have you seen Morbius? Never. Are you are you going to watch it when it eventually comes to a free streaming platform? If it showed up on an infotainment system on the back of an airplane <laughs> headrest, I still wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't flip to it in that hotel of yours? I think if I was struggling from insomnia, oh, <laughs> I would rather be in my own thoughts than watch Morbius because I think that that would make my thoughts darker and more ominous if I were to watch that show. <laughs> and I would feel bad for having wasted any amount of time. What have you thought about all of the Morbius memes that have popped up? I don't know where I've been, but this is the first I'm hearing of this. Now, I, I saw that post. That was the only one of this that I saw. Really? Okay. But I saw nothing else. So the over the past couple weeks since the movie's release, it's been so bad and so poorly received that people are just tearing it to shreds because of how serious it like is supposed to be out of the uh the meme verse came it's morbin time and somebody made a power rangers <laughs> gif with it's morbin time and morbius clips mixed in i i mentioned a couple shows ago that there was this guy who went and saw it five times in a row thinking that he had missed something on the initial viewing and as he watches it more and more he realizes nope it's it's just an awful film. <laughs> how how does a film like this get made? Genuine I like I I need to know not how something like The Room gets made. That that makes sense to me. Somebody just has a pet project and says this is good and they're delusional. They make a shitty film it becomes a cult classic. Oh but hi Morbius. <laughs> but this is gen genuinely it's just an objectively bad movie from script to filming to post-production nothing about this film was good you think there's a, a, a director's cut that could redeem it like is is there an air cut that could make it better or is it just terrible all around there's a Zack snyder cut out there somewhere okay he's like <laughs> i'll give it i'll give it a go why not <laughs> speaking of things i would rather not do even if you could tell me a million times over and over and over again that i would have joy in doing this Scott, for our audio audience out there, what did I just send you? Can you describe this image to me? This is from the subreddit r slash cozy places. Oh, I've seen this subreddit before. Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's titled The School Bus I Converted, and it looks like some sort of apartment building. I can't even tell this is a school bus. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's just like this really long apartment looking thing. And I think yeah, it's got white walls. It rounds up at the top corners, just like a school bus would. Yeah. There's a skylight. There's a, a few rows of windows. You see a piano. There's a dog bed. Like, it looks pretty cozy. There's no way you would be able to discern that this is actually a school bus if it wasn't in the title. But here's the fucking problem. This person lives out of a school bus. 
there's this whole trend on the internet right now and people go crazy for it. I see it on, I see it on TikTok all the time. Videos of people saying, I converted this old van into a home. Here's my bed. Here's where I take a shit. Here's my shower. By the way, it's right above where I take a shit. And <laughs> when I go to bed at night, I have to black out all the walls. I need to lock, put all these things on here. And, and I am comfortable just sleeping in a van. So what, ha what happened? So help. Why? What? I don't understand the, the animosity towards these people. What, where's this coming from? Okay. We live in a society, right? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jared Leto. And home prices have gotten to the point where they're exorbitant. They're just insane. You're explaining exactly why people are living in their cars. <laughs> so millennials and Gen Zs have said, fuck it. I'm going to figure out a way to live out of a van. Why? Why are we, why are we okay with this idea of just living out of a van? Yeah. I mean, if people are doing this because there is absolutely no other way into homeownership or housing, then yeah, that's that's a valid question. I like to play the Morbius advocate, or should I say Mephisto advocate, and <laughs> say like, what if they just like to travel? And they know that they can have something that's fully paid off, giving them more income for, I'm sure, their remote job that they can do from anywhere. And uh, they just want to, like, see the world, see the United States, go around town. It's it's not such a bad thing. There's people who live up in uh, cabins in the woods preparing for doomsday. Maybe this people... I kind of think they're a little crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, this could just be, like, pre-prepping. -pre they yeah, gotta They're fluffers. See everything <laughs> before the nukes go off. I guess that maybe maybe this is a narrow point of view it, is that I've always thought to myself, I want a place. I want a physical place that's my thing that isn't a mobile living space. I feel like there's so many problems that you run into by just living out of a, a mobile vehicle. And I guess like if I put it into perspective, let's say you retire, you hit 60, you put mm -hmm. in your dues mm -hmm. and you rent a camper or you buy a camper. RV, yeah. Sell your house. I, I guess I wouldn't question that. So this is just another form of that, but it just seems like, and I'm being a little hyperbolic when I, when I over-exaggerate this here, but. Some of those RVs are so, pretty expensive too. They get up there. You could spend totally. like a hundred thousand on those easily. Do you think that you could live out of a, out of a van? I mean, there is a part of me that really likes traveling. Yeah, I, I think we've had the discussion before where if I had all the money in the world, one of the first things I would do is just travel. I, I do want my home base, just like you. Yes, it's nice, someplace to come back to, but exploring and seeing the world and all it has to offer is very intriguing to me. I, I can see this in Scott's future. He's married. They're out. They're out on the road. Scott's got to just lay giant turd. Just, you're going to destroy that bathroom. Do and you... what do you do? You just <laughs> squat in the middle of your one hallway. Okay, okay, okay. So, you got me there. I do like pooping in a familiar place. I don't like my butt touching foreign toilets. Scott's never liked anything foreign on his ass. <laughs> now, domestic is different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of big dumps, 
I'm surprised you haven't guessed it by what I uh, what I just said. <laughs> uh, this week in news, Amber Heard was found liable for damages against one Johnny Depp. You it's over, Willie. Turd incorrectly. It's finished. I watched all of this, and I, I the whole thing. I watched so much of it. I would say eighty to ninety percent while I was I was working from home, right? So it was easy for me oh, to put yeah, yeah, on yeah, one yeah. of the screens the okay. trial. And I remember my partner calling me, and it was I don't know, like one fifty eight, and she's like, "Hey, how are you? How's your day going? What are you hey. doing?" And I go, "No, oh, this must be PM." Okay, I'm gonna give you. 30 seconds to talk to me and then I have to let you go because they're going to read the verdict of the trial and I got to go. I got to listen to this. And if you've been living under a rock, Johnny won every one of his points that he was uh, arguing for and Amber won one of hers, which the jury tried to give Johnny... $15 $15 million, but mm-hmm. one aspect, there is a, a legal limit on that. So it was $350,000 is the amount that you can give. I'm not going to say the legal terms because I'm not a lawyer. It was, I'm an it was idiot. punitive you... damages. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then Amber technically won $2 million for Johnny from Johnny. So that totals out to about $8.5 million that is owed to Johnny from Amber Heard. And the best part about this is that there's some websites out there, Scott, that will tell you what is the net value of a celebrity. Celebrities oh. net income. And Dot literally the, mo- the moment they read the verdict that said she owes this amount to Johnny, that website updated her net worth to be negative six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, big oof there. Okay, oof. so Willie, this this presents us with a really good opportunity to talk about the two sides of the coin when it came to this trial. I said, I have no interest in this whatsoever. I'm not going to watch a single moment of it. If it comes up on Reddit, if it comes up on other places, I guess I'll glance at it and read kind of like the recap, but I don't care. And I'm I'm sure there was a lot of people who are out there just like me. But I know for a fact that some of my coworkers were watching this at work kind of while they were doing other things. And you We know who you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you on the other hand were very interested in this and got to see kind of like the day in and day out. Apparently Johnny had this crack legal team Amber hired somebody whose name was what? Rottenborn? Like, there's no way in hell you should hire somebody with that name. Johnny, crack legal team. Amber, legal team on crack. There you go. There you go. Allegedly. Uh, I, and and that's kind of like what a lot of the daily synopsises were, is that like her team just wasn't up to snuff. It wasn't as good. Do you feel like that played into the jury's findings or was it just that Johnny's team was that much better or he had an actual case because I've heard and from what I've read these type of defamation cases are very hard to win yes to everything that you just said so let me give you the shortest summary because I know everybody's (laughs) attention span for this is really short in the United States it is incredibly rare 
for a jury to find a woman guilty of some sort of assault on a male partner. Okay. That's that's one of the ways the system works at a disadvantage for a man. And that's I, I don't think that's a good thing. That's unfortunately the way most of these cases go out. So Johnny going into this, he wanted the cameras to be present to give him a little bit more space for this stuff to have breath and for him to have a good spotlight shined on him. Okay. Now, on the other hand, he is incredibly wealthy. Wealthy enough to hire the best. I think this is a great example of where the more funds you have, the better legal team you can get and you're likely going to win. Now, my personal opinion is that Amber, this is an opinion, is a perpetual liar. And okay. unfortunately, if you're a if you're a lawyer, Scott, and I'm your not. client continues to stretch the truth to its breaking point and you have very little to go off of, they might have went into this saying, hey, we'll take this case on because we think we have enough. And the system is set up in a way where, generally speaking, the, the woman's going to win. So that legal team said, cool, yeah, we can we would totally take this. And then as they started to uncover and they got further down the rabbit hole, then they realized we're in too deep and we're not going to win this. And I think a lot of it was about saving face for them. Well, it's too bad for uh, for both parties involved, really. At the end of the day, you've got abusive relationships. You've got all the dirty laundry out on display. But uh, I guess justice was done. But what do you think at home? Do you feel that they're both... They both got what they deserved, or should it have gone a little bit differently? If you have an opinion, let us know on our socials, and you can email us. But I think with that, Scott... It's sometimes good, it's sometimes not. It's time for Ups and Down Votes with Willie and Scott. Scott, my up photo of the week says, Mafia daughter. My daughter made $110 on her lemonade stand today. Oh, yeah. In like an <laughs> hour. Turned out people were handing her $5 and $10 in single bills, and she was just assertively saying, thanks for the tip, and not <laughs> offering any change. <laughs> Here's the lemonade. Have a good day. Say hi to your mother for me. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I have two down votes this week, Willie. Sorry. Sorry. I know. But uh, somebody's got to bring balance to the force. And speaking of, this week in Star Wars, take a listen to this personal message from Ewan McGregor. This weekend, Star Wars fans made uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi the most watched Disney Plus original series premiere of all time. And for that, I would say a big thank you. And uh, it just goes to show what this family can do when we all pull together. However, um, it seems that some of the fan base from this influential fan base have decided to attack Moses Ingram online and send her the most horrendous racist DMs. And I heard some of them this morning and it just broke my heart. Moses is a brilliant actor. She's a brilliant woman. And she's absolutely amazing in this series. She brings so much to the series. She brings so much to the franchise. And it just sickened me to my stomach to hear that this had been happening. I just want to say, as the leading actor in the series, 
as the executive producer on the series, that we stand with Moses. We love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. There's no place for racism in this world. And uh, I totally stand with Moses. I think sometimes fandoms hold on to the wrong ideologies. And as things advance and we culturally say, that wasn't okay. I understand we did that in the past and we thought that that was okay. We need to get over it. This is this to me is an example of a culture gatekeeping terrible, terrible things. And I am fully on the same side as you and McGregor. Yeah, I, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it from the point that I understand that people have the capacity to think and act and do things like this. But I don't get why you think or why they think it's okay. At this point in time, everybody should know that Star Wars isn't real. <gasps> and that whoever they hire to play any of the characters, it's not up to them. This person had to go through a lot of auditions to prove that they were the best person. Who knows how many people they beat out. So, yeah, this I mean, this person's doing an amazing job. They're an amazing actor. I had very strong opinions about Obi-Wan last week. <laughs> no. I, how dare you? I had very strong opinions about that show last week. And I'm going to hold on to it. I still am not sold on this show. The show overall. I, I'm not gonna, the show overall. Yeah. I can have opinions about the way that they portrayed a role. It has nothing to do with physical aspects of who that person is or any of the ways that they identify. I, I even, In my opinion, even Ewan McGregor in episode one of this series, I think did a piss poor job of representing Obi-Wan, especially the way he was represented in earlier episodes. But again, I'm an idiot and I'm not a trained actor. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, but you're not saying he's bad for the role because he's Scottish or because he's a ginger, because he has a beard. Like, none of these physical characteristics matter. No, John Favreau, I need you to just write a better script. I love you, man, but that's my opinion. Scott, I think if you have two down votes, I've got two up votes. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. This post says, today was my first time I went out for breakfast alone with my eight-week-old son. I had just received my breakfast and hot chocolate when Jackson started crying. So, of course, I fed him, which it then shows a photo of her breastfeeding, but not showing, you know. You know. After a few minutes, this old lady walked up to me, and I was scared, thinking that she was going to tell me to put my boob away. Instead, she starts cutting up my breakfast for me and said, what a good mama you are. We can't have your food getting cold, can we? I honestly think I could have cried. She was the loveliest lady ever. Good for you, random stranger. Yeah, the plot twist here, though, is that she said, we can't let this go to waste now, can we? And she ate the food. <laughs> she cut up the food, fed it to the mom, and said, I got next. <laughs> Speaking of awful things, this... This is going to be bad. And I apologize to you, the listener, the viewer. <sighs> Willie, do you like music? Some. Yeah, I like music. Do you ever get so attached to a song 
that you feel yourself letting go, like you just want to lose yourself in the music. What, what are you doing to me now? What? Cause listen to this. I hate this. <laughs> it's literally everything that there okay. We have lived no, through every okay. internet meme, period. We've lived correct, through it. Correct. It, it's because existed. we've been around before the internet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Scott, there have been moments where I have said, What are, what are we doing here, team? What what hath we wrought? And I've reached points where I've said, okay, I'm I'm done with the internet today. Those were the early 2000s. They were really rough times. Mm-hmm. I remember the inception of memes where it was just weird color gradients in these radial patterns. And you're like, that makes no sense. I wouldn't laugh at this, but sure. But now this weird <laughs> auto-tuning of old songs to be terrible, it, it's a new low. You found a new low. We've descended another level into Dante's internet inferno. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do with that what you will, guys. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next week.